And welcome to another edition of Beckett Radio. I'm your host, Derek Ficken, alongside Justin Gruner. Justin, how is your Thursday going so far? Thursday's going pretty good. Almost the weekend. Just kind of ready to relax and enjoy it. But today, radio show comes first. Exactly. It's, you know, Thursdays are, are awesome because we have Friday tomorrow. And then we have the weekend. It's it's perfect. Yep. It, it just sucks that we have to deal with Monday, Tuesday, and then Wednesday to get to Thursday. Such is life, though. Yeah. But it's okay because on Thursdays, Beckett Radio happens. So It's like the best day of the week. It's yeah. just like an early, early kickstart to the weekend. Exactly. So if you have any questions or comments or if you want to uh, post a topic for us to talk about, email us at radio at Beckett.com or follow us on Twitter at Beckett Radio. Let's go to the first topic on hand. New products and pricing. New products and pricing. Uh, we only got one coming up this next week. Yeah, uh, basketball. It's, yeah, it's or football. Sl- I'm sorry. Yeah, football. It's a slow week this week yeah, and next week. It's very slow. Uh, but we have one product. It is the uh, museum collection. So it's the first edition of that. Yeah. They did it with baseball. It's very successful. Four packs uh, per box. One hit per pack. And you get some pretty neat ca- uh, cards out of that. I I love it. Ever since they had it as top's marquee in baseball. Mm-hmm. Up to now, I at least buy one box a year, and it's it's a fun product to open. Cool, yeah. No, I'm excited to get that going since you know I'll, I'll be doing that product uh, this week. So we we usually have more time yeah, to talk about products, but that's I mean that's it. It's more it's eh. it's an off it's an off couple weeks. So yeah, it is. It, it's, it's very it, slow. Yeah. So which isn't a bad thing because we got things to do. I'll just wait till the end of of uh, this month though. It's gonna pick up, and we're gonna have seven products in the last week of yeah, February. It's so. gonna be intense. All It'll right, be let, crazy. let's yeah, let's go on to uh, new pricing that that we're taking care of. Well, the big one. Tops Baseball. Ooh. It's only been out a week, but there's so much activity that we can actually price it right now. So yeah. we should be uh, we should have that price by the end of this week, maybe early next week. Okay. Uh, we've got 2013-14 SP game used hockey. Okay. Uh, that's a fun product. We yeah. had the privilege of opening a couple of boxes. Yeah. And you kind of destroyed me in Pack Wars. I, yeah, I, I got the most ultimate card I've ever seen in a long time with the game used net from, from the Stanley Cup. Yeah. That was nasty. And you got a Letterman patch and, in the yep. same box. Yep. I was like, where is my good stuff? And that was like, in like the first first two packs I got <laughs> yeah. it. And I was like, cool, I'm done. Yep. <laughs> I can't catch up. Yeah. Uh, so we got 2013 Tops Magic. That should be priced tomorrow and Football, ready, yeah. ready it, for the weekend probably. Yeah, should be ready for the weekend. Uh, so definitely be on the lookout on uh, Becca.com or, or the OPGs for that. Yes. Okay. Now, there there was a big game. I don't want to talk about this it. This past weekend, and I won the bet. Yeah. I, I'm pretty excited because I was, I was honestly, I was scared. <laughs> okay. I, I hate going for the enemy. Yeah. But I did this time, and it paid off. I won't do it all the time. Well, you know, I didn't lose anything, really. I It was a double you, or nothing. You lost. I you, did. You I, are upset. I was I, so happy. I was getting more cards, you, and I'm like, okay. Were, yeah. The moment the safety <laughs> happened, I was like, this, this is, is gonna, gonna be a yeah. long game. <laughs> I think our, our I think one of our bosses told us, well, why don't you just double or nothing? You know, why not? Because I I, did, I was so upset that I lost the bet that I was like, man, I don't want to buy three packs of cards. Like, come on, man. Yeah. Well, so I was like, you know what? Screw it. Let's I got do greedy. It. I got, got so greedy. Yeah, you got greedy. You could have took you could have took the cards and ran. But you know, at least I'm not like a certain professional boxer who lost ten and a half million dollars. Well, that is allegedly it was faked or was or it all a rumor? But personally, I think since he lost, it didn't happen. 
But if yeah. he won, it did happen. Ah. So, well. you know, you got to take what you can get from, you know, money. Yeah. Money Mayweather. But <laughs> if you did lose the money, you have a lot more. You're okay. Yeah. I, I'm pretty sure you're all right. I'm, my heart does not ache for him. Yeah. No, not at all. So, anyways, great game. Other than the score, <laughs> it, was I mean, a, it was a great halftime show. Yeah, the Bruno Mars, <laughs> you know, killed it. Red it Hot Chili Peppers, but uh, I mean, Seahawks—they dominated. Yeah, it, it was it, obvious. You know what's what's crazy is how Malcolm Smith came out of nowhere, wins the MVP. Yep, and we actually looked him up. He has no cards. Yep, none. That's unbelievable. I I don't think I've ever seen that happen in the Super Bowl before. Where you know, since cards became big in the Super Bowl era. That there was a player that didn't have a single card out there. Yeah, I think he was the third linebacker to win the MVP or third something. Third or fourth, yeah, something, something like, like that. that. Yeah. And I mean, the Seattle, the Seattle Seahawks have so many undrafted players. It's like twenty-one or something. Yeah, like, like that. a third of their team is undrafted. So you know, with as far as cards go, I mean, it's a scarcity, really. Yeah. With that whole team, I mean. Yeah, good luck collecting them. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I could think of, you know, Marshawn Lynch because of his yeah. stint with the Bills. Russell Wilson. Yeah, I Russell mean, Wilson, obviously big. I mean, Richard Sherman, I mean, his price is skyrocketed. Yeah, they caught these, me by yeah, after, surprise. After these past two games, the conference championship and the Super Bowl, his prices are through the roof. And he was so quiet that game. He didn't I do know. anything. He didn't do he, anything. The only thing happening, he got hurt, exactly. and then they pulled him out. Yeah, exactly. But, hey, I mean, he's still a dynamic quarterback. Uh, cornerback and he's still got a ring yeah he's still got a ring he's so okay it's okay <laughs> anyway so yeah 43-8 seattle peyton looked just miserable all day it, it was, I, I wanted I to give bad. a hug i, I really bad. did but well speaking of seattle we have russell wilson okay rumor has it he's gonna show up at spring training for a few practices uh they didn't say anything about him playing in a game but possibly some practices I, in arizona i, I would be Extremely excited for the possibility of him playing in a game because I'll be there uh, the first weekend of March. So I'll, I'll see a couple Ranger games, and that would be awesome to so we're, see him. So we're going to have some cool stories when you come back, right? Hopefully. For the, for the viewers? Hopefully, yeah. We'll, we'll see what happens. But, man, if I could get my hands on an autographed baseball by Russell Wilson... That'd be pretty cool. That would be pretty sweet. Well, I have a uh, Major League Baseball at home that's unsigned. <laughs> Been saving it for a certain player that got traded. Oh, yeah. So he's gone. I can't get his autograph. So I'll <laughs> let you take that with you. And if you can try and get one for me, I would appreciate well, it. Well, you know, the Rangers do play the Indians. And so David Murphy is on the Indians now. For, yeah. For all you people who don't know who Justin Gruner's favorite player is, it, it is David Murphy. Big time David Murphy yeah, fan. Which I have like uh, all of his rookie cards. Yeah, it's kind of weird. But hey, anyway, so yeah, so that'll happen. Russell Wilson, I hope he does it i think it would be pretty neat to be see a lot of fun um i obviously he's not gonna go anywhere with it he's no. obviously happy with the super bowl ring <laughs> and <laughs> the off season you know upcoming yeah. my my mother-in-law this was a funny little side story she was talking to me about how great it is that he won the world or super bowl yeah what happens if the rangers win the world series yeah. and he'll get a ring i was like no <laughs> if he's not on the roster he can't get a ring and yeah. she was like oh yeah but wouldn't it be cool if he was? I was like, well, it would yeah. be pretty neat, but I don't think it's going to happen. Yeah, he could like auction off one of his World Series rings or his Super Bowl championship rings. Uh, if if he likes one team better, he can yep. just be like, all right, yeah, I'll, I'll just sell this one. You know. I think he should just stay with football and be uh, a Super Bowl winning quarterback, exactly. and that would be it. Speaking of auctions, we have uh, some breaking news here. Uh, Beckett Media, we've unveiled Beckett Auction Services. I mean, it is official. 
That's pretty cool, man. That's a, that's a big step for Beckett. Yeah, this is a big story. We're proud to announce the launch of Beckett Auction Services. Bill Sutherland, he's been around for like 30-plus years. He's, he's a great guy, and he's formerly the head of the e-commerce division here at Beckett. Bill Sutherland's heading up this venture, as well as Rob Springs and uh, Tracy Kaplan here at Beckett. And they're going to take Beckett to a whole nother level with this auction services. They're going to get involved with doing monthly auctions starting in April. And they will be taking consignment services starting, I'm pretty sure now. Yeah, you can just email them at auction at Beckett.com. If you have anything you want to sell, raw, graded, any kind of memorabilia that's sports related. Uh, eventually, they say they're going to get into comics, toys, coins. coins yeah. Anything that you can think of to sell, but I think right now they're starting out with sports uh, memorabilia, sports cards, yeah, and then going from there. Yeah, so check them out. Auctions at Beckett.com. They have a Facebook, Facebook.com slash Beckett Auctions. They have a Twitter at Beckett Auctions and a Pinterest. We're big time with Pinterest now, aren't we? It's <laughs> that gets a whole new market out there. <laughs> so they have a Pinterest, Pinterest.com slash Beckett Auctions. So check them out. If you want to look into selling some things, you know, it, it would be a, a great thing to hop on with Beckett Media and uh, be a part of Beckett Auction Services. We'll have them on in a couple weeks to talk about that um, once they get things going. Let's talk about some... Uh, this is kind of one of my favorite products, uh, Court Kings, Panini Court Kings. Yeah. It's coming back. It's uh, first time in four years it's going to be up. Uh, it's kind it, of a high-end product, isn't it? Yeah, it's it's got 10 cards. It's got a 5x7 box topper, which is always kind of sweet. Yeah. Um, one auto, one mem, three inserts. The, the big thing that I like about this and that a lot of card companies I wish will do more often, they have an insert set called Legacies. And that set showcases players who spent their whole career on one single team. So, you know... Tim Duncan. Yeah, Tim Duncan, Tony Parker. The stay with the Spurs, David Robinson. Yeah, David Robinson. Carl Malone. <laughs> Carl Malone, John Stockton. Dwayne Wade. Yeah, Dwayne Wade. So, I mean, they got they have a checklist, but like you just showed, it's, it's hard to stay with the same team because even if you want to, yeah. you might get traded. But see, that's, that's the cool thing is that you're not only with that team you're with that city you're with that fan base i mean it, it's more it's more than being with just that team you become part of the culture at you that really city. do you <laughs> think of a player like david robinson he's yeah. a he's a san antonio spur yeah you know when you say legacy in basketball the only the thing that i think of first and i don't know why i think of him is carl malone i mean that guy is a treasure to those people i mean he really is the jazz. That, yeah. I mean, when you say the jazz, you think Carl Malone. Yeah. So that's a that's a pretty cool little uh, set that they're coming out with, and it's it'll be fun to see. Yeah. So definitely be on the lookout for that. It'll be pretty sweet to see, and I'll try and get a box if it's not too expensive. I, I don't think they have a price out yet, but I'm pretty yeah. sure it's going to be more than hundred dollars. I might I might need to save up for that. <laughs> <laughs> so let's go over the. We got Olympics. That are going to be going on in a couple of days. Yeah. And, and there's a gonna, lot of turmoil and a lot of drama already. I know. It's crazy. I mean, between the the awful conditions of their hotels over there. Although the thing I have to mention is there's no Wi-Fi. And yeah. I kind of scoffed at it. And then they were like, no, there's no hot water yeah. in Russia. In winter, <laughs> well, <laughs> so I mean, I feel bad for the for the athletes that have to go through that. That's kind of crazy. Yeah, you have. You have places where it's like, okay, look, it's not going to be the greatest luxury, but I mean, at the same time, Russia needs to step it up. A little bit, yeah. Uh, there were reports that you said 
that the water had a beer looking. Yeah, it was dirty. Color. It was so dirty that it looked like beer. Yeah, and um, the honey had bees. It in has it bees still. in it. Still, like, yeah. come on. The, the levels are a little. The levels of uh, quality are not as high. Yeah, and over there. I mean, already you had um, you know tension with uh, terrorists. Threats. Yep. You had the laws with uh, Vladimir Putin with his views on things, put people in an uproar. Uh, it, it's just not a good situation, really, I, at all for I anybody. I don't think I would go if you paid me to. I really I don't think wouldn't. I would. Yeah, it's, I, it's, it's dangerous, and it just doesn't look like it's going to be fun. Well, speaking of dangerous, you got Sean White, who is, you know, he's the face of snowboarding. Mm-hmm. He had, he was supposed to be on this new uh, event called Slope Style, and yeah. he actually backed out because yeah. it's too dangerous. He hurt his wrist when he wiped out. Jeez. Uh, but that's there was, not, that was, that's, that's the, the least, least of it. it. <laughs> There's a, a, I think somebody got knocked out by wiping out and had to be carted off on a stretcher. Somebody from Norway, I forgot their name, is supposed to be a metal contender and he fell and broke his collarbone. He is out. Wow. His Olympic dream is gone. That sucks. So, and the, they said the last jump on this slow on this course was like seventy feet in the air on a wow. snowboard, unless they have a really dramatic slope at the end of it. Which, based on what I've heard and seen, they really Maybe don't. Not. <laughs> it's a, it's a little too risky. And I think Sean White made the the right decision to get out. He's still in the half pipe event, and I mean, so he's still going to get an Olympic medal probably unless he really messes up. Yeah. Um. But it's just it, to me, it's kind of crazy the the drama that's going on. But there, you know, with the drama, there's also more stories and more yeah. cool stuff that could happen. I mean, and you got these cards that Tops put out for the Olympics. Mm-hmm. With all this drama and all the stories, somebody could emerge as an Olympic hero, yep. and you know they have these cards out. You can get autographs and stuff from them as well. Definitely check that out. It's a pretty neat uh, product. Let's do a little fun segment. Uh, what's your favorite sport to watch in the Winter Olympics? It's probably the most uneventful sport ever, uh, curling. It's always on late, though. It is. And I know that the last time I watched it, I think my mom walked in the room and looked at me. And she's like, what are you watching? What, are you do- <laughs> what is that? And I'm like... It's called curling. I've never even heard of it until that day. And she's like, what do they do? I was like, they slide a rock into that circle yeah. with some brooms. I don't know. It's I cool. D- I just feel like it's shuffleboard. Like <laughs> it's I'm at a bar, you know, watching some people play shuffleboard just with brooms yeah, and but on ice. The funny thing about that event to me, every time I watch it, the intensity. Oh, yeah. Every single time they let go of that rock, yep. it slides ever so slowly. They have that look of just... It will stop where yeah. I tell it to. That yes. that dead glare. Yes, intimidating. It and really and is. they're yelling. And some countries, obviously, they have in their native language, so they're yelling, and it's pretty intense. Yeah. Uh, another another event, bobsledding. Yeah, bobsledding's cool. And we might have cool runnings part two. Yeah, you never it might know. Have, well, there's enough storyline already with that one. They saved up the money. Yeah. They get to Russia. All their equipment's gone. <sighs> their sled got there, but they had no tracks. Oh, the geez. blades to their no clothes. Oh gosh. They they had to borrow they might have to borrow equipment from other athletes just to practice. Wow. Until they find their equipment. That's so if they come out and they win a medal in this event, you better bet you I would bet you a million dollars that they made cool runnings too. Uh, hey man, that was that was one of my favorite movies as a kid. I actually watched it 2 days ago it was on on <laughs> HBO and I was like Winter Olympics are happening. You got to watch cool yeah, runnings. It's not? just tradition. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and obviously, you know, I like watching hockey. 
you know, the miracle on yeah. ice. Like you can never forget things like that. No, and that's a once in a lifetime event. Yeah. So now with with all these NHL players playing, I mean, Canada stacked. USA looks pretty good. Yeah. Uh, every team in there looks pretty decent. So they all do look good. There's gonna be a lot of competition, but this might be the last year that the NHL allows their players to go play. Yeah. Speaking of that, it's it's pretty crazy because you know for a while we had you know, an NHL break or an Olympic break in the NHL. And it was a two, three week break yep. for the Olympics for all the NHL players who were able to play for their respected countries to go to wherever the Olympics are and, you know, represent the country. So it, it's looking like the NHL is wanting to cash in on this. And, you know, the baseball did it with the World Baseball Classic. The World Cup is one of the biggest tournaments ever in the history of the world. I mean, it makes so much money within that month. Oh, I can't it, wait for this summer. Oh, it's incredible. So, you know, the NHL, they're thinking about doing a World Cup of hockey. And the first one, they're they're planning on doing one in 2015. And then doing it every four years, I yeah, believe? three or four years, something like that. But it, instead of having their players go to the Olympics, they're going to have them like an Olympics in this World Cup. Yeah. And so... It, I mean, it's it's cool to see, but at the same time, I I like seeing people play for medals. People play on the biggest stage of it all, the Olympics. For me, for me though, I I look at you mentioned the miracle on ice, yeah, and I look back as we will never have that again as long as we have NHL players in there. I I, I get why they do it, and it's to represent your country, yeah. But you got these younger, hungry athletes that want to compete that don't make any money at all until they get endorsement deals. And that's taken away from them by these athletes that are already being paid millions of dollars. I would rather see some amateurs or semi-pros who are still not quite yet to the pro status or the NHL or even in basketball, like with the NBA. I would rather see the amateurs who are truly great prodigies showcase their talents and be discovered that way. Yeah, I mean, I agree. I it- I think it would be an awesome uh, stepping stone for certain players to get their to get their skills showcased on one of the biggest stages of them all, you know. But at the same time, I love seeing you know Team Canada versus Team USA, uh, like Sidney Crosby versus Joe Pavelski. He's Pavelski's on the Sharks. He's one of my favorite players, and I think he's going to do damage in this Olympics. But I just I like to see stars going at it, uh, representing their countries with so much pride you know i when i watched the uh summer olympics with basketball i mean obviously it wasn't like the dream team back in the day but there were glimpses of just dominance yeah you know basketball we we created that sport and we should just obliterate every single country in that competition and that's i i just i love it when i see you know lebron james doing alley-oops all over the place because he's that good against the you know i mean france's best players in that country you know or whoever you know the best players should be playing on the biggest level like the world cup for soccer you know that's that's why so many people love it because every every player wants to play for their country it's it's a pride thing for soccer well when it comes to the olympics maybe i'm just an old-fashioned purist but i'd I'd rather see amateurs i mean i agree with yeah like you know we were talking about boxing and how they don't let any professionals box i mean once you hit the professional stage yeah because you win an nba title most consider that the pinnacle of their career as a pro but 
you took away an amateur's ability to win something that special for them because yeah. they can't go pro yet. That's just the way I look at it. I'd rather see amateurs do it. I don't want to see a professional do it. Yeah, but I agree. I, I agree, but I disagree. Yeah, it's a debate that you can have forever. Because I'm greedy. Whatever your opinions are on this, maybe you can email us at radio at Beckett.com and tell us what you guys think. Yeah, or you know, Beckett, Beckett Radio at Beckett Radio on Twitter. I'm always on there. You're on there, Justin. So yeah. just shoot us a little, hey, what's up? And I love talking. You love talking. We we've been getting emails all over. So yeah, we get a lot of emails yeah. about people's opinions and stuff, and it's uh, we appreciate the feedback. But I think this would be a pretty cool topic for you know our our listeners to get into. Yeah, and I, what I'm thinking about doing with Twitter is start posting questions on. You know, I think this would be a perfect first. Yeah, question, that'd be a great one. You know. Uh, to have professionals or amateurs play in the Olympics primarily, you know? Yeah. Um, so I'll, I'll post that on Twitter, see what people decide, really. Right. Because I'm on team professional. You're on team amateur, right? For sure. Okay. So we'll see what happens, but let's let's definitely get the word out on Twitter. Beckett yeah. Radio, at Beckett Radio, Beckett Radio, Beckett Radio. Isn't it like once you say it three times, it's stuck in your mind or something? Something maybe, I don't something know. Something subliminal? I didn't take psychology in college. <laughs> I didn't either. <laughs> so let's go to our last segment. We don't have an interview today. The guy that we were going to interview, Brian Hornbeck, he um, he got in a bar fight or something. <laughs> I mean, the he's moonlighting as a vigilante. Yeah, the dude is like seven feet, three fifty. I mean, <laughs> just a street brawler, and uh, had to call in to get his shoulder checked out. I think somebody took a bat to his shoulder, and he just yeah. kind of shrugged it off. And he said it's a little stiff, but you know, yeah, he, he, he he's a tough guy. Yeah, so uh, he was going to be on. We were going to talk a bunch of gaming stuff, but he could unfortunately not make it. So next week, we'll either try and get him or Elliot Ross, who is the editor for the gaming magazine uh, for Beckett Gaming, on to talk about gaming. I mean, it's just a, it's a subject we haven't even ta- went into with this show yet. And it's huge. It's a very big subject. And I didn't know it was as big as it is. Oh, and, and Dallas, where we live, we have uh, card uh, comic shops that have tournaments every Friday. Yeah. And they have over 100 people show up. Yeah. That's, every week. That's crazy. You know, it's it's a lot of fun from what I've seen. I, I don't get it. I don't think I'll ever under, truly understand it, but I I'm, appreciate it. I mean, yeah. I, I When I was a little kid, that's when Pokemon came out was in fifth grade for me. Yeah, so my that, brother did that too. Yeah, so I was huge. I still have a little bit of <laughs> cards, and my dad would go to Japan. He would go to there all the time for work, and he would bring J- Japanese cards back, which were even more valuable than American Yeah, because they're ones. hard to get here. Exactly, and so I kept a few of them, but... I mean, yeah, it's it's a crazy industry within the trading card industry. So we'll, we'll get one of those two on uh, to uh, interview and talk to about that. So believe the hype. I like this segment. I do too, and I'm, I'm I think this is going to become a true staple for Beckett Radio. I, I love talking about players that we do know, players that we don't know, up and comers, yeah, at risk players. I don't know. Okay, the John first, Manziel. The first one. He's a hot topic. God. Believe the hype or not? No way. You you have uh, to you have to you have to say no because this kid is he's short, he's small. One hit from Dante Whitner of the San Francisco 49ers, illegal or not, will end his career. Watch. You mean Indomitian Sue from the Detroit Lions, or Alden Smith, or <laughs> B.J. Raji, or any other Here, defensive right. player in the NFL? So I guess that means I had to take the believe part of this. Yep. Oh, gosh, that's going to be so hard to do. <laughs> all right, here's the thing. You said short yeah. and skinny. First of all, he can bulk up. Sure. The NFL trainers will make sure that that kid gets beefy. Okay. Being short, Russell Wilson won the World uh, Super Bowl. Yeah. And 
he's only five foot eleven. He's the same height as me. That's true. So height means nothing unless you're five foot six and you can't see over your alignments. But I, I butt. think I think he's pretty. I think he's like five foot eight, five foot nine. He's tiny. <laughs> He looks like a freaking kid on that field. Oh, he is still a kid. I mean, yeah, but... He's like, what, 20? Still, you have 18-year-olds that look like 30-year-olds on that field sometimes. This is true. And again, he's... You know, the NFL will beef him up. He'll he'll get the training. The thing with him is he does have good football instinct. Yeah. That you can't teach and you can't train. And so he has a chance... Um, he's gonna sell very well, regardless. Of oh yeah, of in course. the beginning, no matter what, he's gonna sell like crazy. And if the Houston Texans are smart and they want to make money, they'll draft him. Yeah. If they want somebody that they can rely on in the future, maybe draft someone else. Yeah. Or trade your pick because you have a lot of quarterbacks coming out of this yeah. draft class. For but for Johnny Manziel, eh, yeah, I, I don't want to believe the hype, but. Because you said no, I had to yeah. say yes. So <laughs> thanks for putting me in that spot. Yeah, sorry. Well, let's go to basketball. Uh, this this guy I've been kind of keeping an eye out. Uh, there's rumors of him. Maybe Mark Cuban might be interested in him with the Dallas Mavericks. Very nice. Lance Stevenson with the Indiana Pacers. He, uh, he's been looking really good. His, uh, his autographs are selling through the roof. But he's, he's just on a team that, I mean, yeah, they're one of the top teams in the league. But it's Indiana, you know. I mean, if he went to Miami or you know Los Angeles, that would be a huge market for the kid. And if he w- if he is producing the way he is now, you know, compared to last year, yeah, I think he would be one of the next big things. His points per game went up. He he was averaging about eight nine points a game last year, and he started seventy two seventy five games. And this year he's been doing the same, but he's been scoring uh, over uh, fourteen points a game. So almost a double production. For yeah, the exactly. So something's today. working. I mean, it obviously helps to be playing alongside one of the greatest players in the league, Paul George. But you're still on the Indiana Pacers. Yeah. You know, and so I was talking to um, Brian Brian Fleischer, and he said, you know, because I was like, man, it would be cool to see him in a Dallas uniform here in Dallas. You know, play alongside Dirk, Sean Marion, Vince Carter, and he's like, yeah, true. But do you think he would be, you know, more successful? Like, you think he would be putting up 14 points a game in Dallas? Because I mean, well, I've been to two games now this yeah. year. Dirk puts up the most points. Yeah. The other, the bench players and the, his supporting cast, maybe one of them will hit 14 to 18 points, yeah. but not much. So. If he does come here, I think he could produce and he could actually do some some good stuff. If that if those are his numbers in Indiana, yeah, you can come to Dallas and we have the one marquee player and then Vince Carter is a good secondary player. I mean Mont- Monte Ellis is up there too. Yeah. I mean the biggest thing is that Ellis is a shooting guard, Stevenson is a shooting guard, so they're both in the same position. So that might be a problem, you know. Uh, so, but I I think I would love to see him in a Dallas uniform and see how how he produces but as far as believing the hype I I'm kind of iffy right now you know I, I think he he's got to prove a little bit more to me you know what I mean yeah he's got to become uh I mean he some people were saying that he was snubbed on the all-star team which yeah you, you can you can make the case for that but you play alongside Paul George and you know, you're going to become better. You know, it's just a matter of time. Yeah. So I want to give the kid the second half of the season to see what he produces, you know? Yeah. All right, well, let's go on to hockey now. Okay, hockey. What do we got? Patrick Sharp for the Blackhawks. Man. I would. I am going to say I believe the hype. Really? This guy. Yes. Okay. 
I mean, 2011, he was the all-star MVP with a goal and two assists. Mm-hmm. This year, he's kind of having an off year. He's only got six goals and 14 assists. But on the Blackhawks, they're such a high-power team. Yeah. That could pick up at any time. He's got hat-tricks in his career. Um, last year, he did 33 goals and 36 assists. So he's capable of putting up some pretty good numbers. Yeah. And he's got he got selected to the Canada team for uh, the Olympics. I mean, this guy, he plays with a great crew. I mean, John Taves is going to make you better. Yep. Um, uh, who's the other one? Patrick, Patrick Kane. Kane yep. He's going to make you better. Marion Hosa. So, I mean, he's on a stellar team. This guy's got so much potential. He's going to grow. I agree. I think that he will go really far and be a great player. I'm I'm gonna go against that. I, I'm I'm not believing it. I think he's a good player, but I think he's on the downfall or downturn of his career. I think so. Uh, I just something about him just rubs me the wrong way. I mean, he's on a fantastic team, Chicago. You know, just high powered every single position, but that can hurt you because there are. I mean, there are so many options that you know Taves can you know give it to anyone. Yeah. And they'll produce. And That's I think true. he just got lucky. You know, I think he's a good player. Don't get me wrong, but I don't think you should believe that he is the star that everyone is saying. He oh, is. I don't think he's a star. Like he's the top dog on the team. No. You know, Taves and Kane are those. But he's a great supporting player. I think that he he would be a great asset to any team that yeah. had him. But as as far as card value, I I just I don't see him reaching the potential of the top three, Marion Hosa, Jonathan Taze, or Patrick Kane. No, but I I think that if he did something great in the Olympics, yeah, and came back and did some, you know, did something in the playoffs, you could see his values go up. Yeah. I think that anybody in the Blackhawks truly has that ability and that that opportunity. Yeah. So I I have faith in him. I want to see it happen. Yeah. So Patrick Sharp, don't let me down. <laughs> well, let's finish off with baseball and Freddie Freeman. This kid is my age. Yeah, he's twenty four. Yeah, like how do you, how, what? <laughs> so how, how do you feel with your accomplishments I, in life? I now? feel like I have done absolutely nothing with my life. Yeah. I, I feel like I've been sitting on my butt all day, every day <laughs> for the past twenty four, almost twenty five years. Yeah. And and I mean, I you know, I I I think I've had a pretty successful life so far. Yeah. But this kid is making one hundred and thirty five million dollars within the next eight years. I will never make that in my lifetime. Must be very nice for him. Yeah, must be nice to be a 24-year-old and making that much money. Not only that, but you get to play a game that I would have to pay to play. Yep. And probably play very poorly. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, you get to play a game that you have to love that game to play it. Yeah. And be good at it. You yeah. have to feel it in you yep. to just love it. Uh, so anyways, believing the hype. I'll let you take this one. Do you believe the hype? I believe it with this kid, man. I believe he, it, huh? Yeah, he I've seen him play in a couple games. I he he brings on just a happiness. Like you said, you have to love the game to be successful, honestly. I I agree with that part of it, but I don't believe the hype with the card value for the fact that he's in Atlanta. Not a huge market team. They're not the, they're not the Atlanta from the 90s. Oh, well, yeah. But even the Atlanta team from the 90s, you had Chipper Jones, who was always listed. You yep. had Greg Maddox, who was always listed. Tom Glavin and John Smoltz were semi-star unlisted stars. But their values were never the top of the, you know, top yeah. of the heap. Freddie Freeman, he's not going to be – he's not a fan favorite, really. I mean, you have people that like him. 
I like him. I think he's I think he's got a lot of heart. But you're not going to have a guy go, I'm collecting Freddie Freeman like crazy, unless you're, you have a few select, mm-hmm. you know, collectors. Um, but I, I don't think that his card values are going to skyrocket unless he he does something tra- dramatic, like uh, Chris Davis did last year. Yeah, came out of nowhere, hit all those home runs, became a fan favorite. He's you got to have that personality. You got to have that presence. Well, that's that's the thing with him, and that's why I'm believing it is is that he won the final player vote in the All Star game, and that was purely on fan voting. So that means that he's got some sort of following, not only in Atlanta but around the country. You know, so there's something there. He he did some kind of support thing where he would give a bunch of people hugs or something. <laughs> you know, <laughs> he's like a hugger, huh? yeah, he's a hugger, and and you know, you you just see the joy and happiness whenever he plays or makes a great play at first or you know hits a home run. Like the kids got something. You know, the kids playing alongside Jason Hayward, who also got a big two year contract. Yeah, he got a big bump with thirteen million dollars, but. You know, I think Atlanta is starting to come back. You know, they're going to build a new stadium, and the, which is weird, but it's happening. Uh, I, I just, I think the kid's going to become the new star in Major League Baseball. Anyway, so that was Believe the Hype. If you have players that you want us to showcase in that segment, just send us an email or hit us up on Twitter at Beckett Radio or radio at Beckett.com. I think I hear the music playing. I which, think so, too. Which means our time is up. That's sad. It is, but that means you just have to listen to this and get ready for next Thursday. Yeah. I mean, we'll have an all-new show. All-new. and Every we, week. We might even have a giveaway. You never know. Maybe. You have you have to tune in to find out. Because I'm, I'm not going to post, hey, we have a giveaway. I'm just going to... I'm not going to post that anymore. No. I think that's why people are listening to certain shows. Yeah, maybe. I'm, 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 I'm spoiling people. You do spoil. But you're also very generous. You're a good I, guy like I, that. I, I'm a good guy, and I want to help people out because, hey, you're, free baseball cards. Why you're, not? You're so generous that you're still going to honor the original bet and pay, buy me my baseball card, right? Yeah, right. <laughs> Anyways, thanks, everyone, for listening. Like I said, we thank you so much. You know, this is an awesome opportunity, not for myself, but for Justin. So thank you guys for listening all the supporters out there. Once again, I'm Derek Ficken. I'm Justin Grunert. Thanks for listening to Becca Radio. See you later.